0: What's up, guys? It is Thursday, March 13th, 2015, and you are listening to yet another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Justin Townsend. I'm steering the ship tonight, and I'm here with my very trustworthy shipmates, Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. Mr. Steve Say. Yar. No Jackie Turner. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie is unfortunately under the weather, has no voice, cannot talk. I told her to come in and sit down. It would have been a very pleasant experience if she couldn't say anything. She would but have coughed de- on you on purpose. She would have definitely coughed on me on purpose. She There's declined. A, if, if
1: she would have come, I, I would have stayed. <laughs> I know. I would have been because like, get if, out. If I managed to not get sick this weekend, then I'm not going to get sick
0: This is two, two cons in a row for me, cons, paxes, that I have not gotten sick at. After getting sick at pretty much every other one I've ever been to.
1: Didn't you get sick last year?
0: I just got sick like a couple weeks after just due to weirdness, but it wasn't from the con itself.
1: Uh huh. Okay.
0: So hey there. Hey. We're back from PAX. Uh huh. We're gonna talk about our experiences. But Steve, why don't you let me know what's going on uh, with you? What you uh how was your last how was your weekend like? You really want to know? Sure. All right, lay it, lay it on us.
2: I didn't get to tell Rob this story at the comic shop earlier today because I I know his his like your reflux for gross stories.
1: Oh, great! So tell me on air. And yeah, so puke. we're
2: gonna do this now. This is a follow up from last week when I was uh, updating everybody about my apartment. So anyway, the dude the dude show up and they're the carpentry guys and they're going to fix my shower because it's all the tiles are removed in the back and it's just garbage bags and duct tape and you know. So they show up and they look at this thing and they're looking at the estimates and are like, "Oh yeah, you oh, know, this looks good." And before they leave, they're repairmen, right? Like so you trust repairmen and they give you advice and you're like, yeah, "Okay." So I told them about the sink and I'm like, "The sink's not draining." Like neither neither sink is draining right now and they say, "You should plunge it." I said, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah, you should you should get the plunger, fill up fill it up with a little bit of water." And plunge it, and it'll it'll jog whatever's
1: in there loose.
2: This sounds bad,
1: and I don't know. Any- I already I already know what it's going to be. Like, I don't know
2: anything, right? And I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, I can do. I got a plunger, I got water. I'm like, I could do this. So they leave, and my friend Brendan is over, and his sister's there, and her boyfriend Mike, and I'm like, I'm gonna try this. So it might have worked. It might have worked if somebody had bothered to notice, mainly me. Um, but again, I don't know anything. That in my bathroom sink, there's an extra hole in the sink to drain water in case it gets too high. Like if the water fills up too yeah. much, it'll drain through that and go through. Okay, so that needs to be plugged and the drain in the in the bathroom needs to be plugged if you're going to attempt to plunge something in another room because all the piping's together. So I get the plunger and I'm in the kitchen and I'm plunging the, the kitchen sink and all we hear is water in the kitchen sink. No problem. No big deal. And we switch places. Brendan starts to use the plunger. And I walk away. And I hear this like whooshing sound. And I'm like, what, the f- what is that? Is that coming from... That's not coming from the kitchen. It's coming from the bathroom. Why is it coming from the... Oh my god. It was a shit fountain. Okay? Sewage coming up from the cesspool out of my bathroom sink... And when I tell you that it was everywhere,
1: it was
0: everywhere. I immediately regret the decision of asking what you did this weekend. Everywhere.
1: I already knew what was gonna happen. So
0: I'm I'm holding
2: it back. Trips to Home Depot, gloves, disinfectants, five hours of cleaning. Every nook throwing everything out and and finally getting it to join. I have no problem with this stuff. Rob's face is priceless. <laughs> I look, I lived I lived with a colostomy bag for a time. I've had intestines removed. I've had open heart surgeries. I am no stranger to bodily fluids, especially fecal matter. I was okay with uh, wasn't okay with it being all over the walls and all of the place, but I was okay to deal with it and I dealt with it and the plumbers came by the next day and they fixed everything and it's all copacetic now. But for a time it was positively disgusting um we did manage to drain what was there that night and by I actually went on YouTube and looked up some plumbing stuff and I plumbed my own if that's even a term uh my own sinks and stuff and drained everything and like threw it outside um it was horrendous it was absolutely horrendous but a credit a testament to some of my really good friends everybody pitched in everybody helped out everybody like scrubbed and mopped and 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 got in there and did stuff with this mess that we had on our hands and then we played hell divers that's that's what
0: i was hoping to hear but we'll get into that later oh i played i played like well well over well over you like twenty four hours. What you played? No, no, no. I want to know. He shit. should know no. better. I'm I wanted to know. I wanted to know how his weekend was. I didn't know it was going to take that type of turn. I was like, I was thinking like, oh, I went to the movies. I hung out. <laughs> Had a couple beers. Uh, I watched Night
2: at the Museum 3. It was not good. You're
1: not going to top the shit story at this point. (laughs) Sorry. You cleaned up shit, and then you played Helldivers. Uh, Yeah, I played.
2: we'll get to it later. I played a lot of Helldivers. (laughs) I am obsessed in love. We'll talk about it in a little bit. So good. My favorite game of the year so far.
0: Really? Yeah. All right, good. I'm interested to talk about it in a bit. All right. Well, Rob and I didn't have a weekend like that. We had a much more fun, exciting, awesome weekend, (laughs) although we were... Well, we we took a trip to the uh, the frozen continent of Boston.
1: Not even. Uh, I heard
0: I the know. weather was really crappy.
2: Uh,
1: no, okay. So we, we have to start this the correct way by saying that when we we left New York at two thirty on Thursday, uh, it had already snowed six inches here, and nothing was plowed anywhere on the island. Uh, roads were horrific. Uh, the expressway, which is the main road to where we were going, was horrific. Cars were driving stupid and like, like assholes. Oh, God, and yeah. There
0: are some people driving past us at like 70. I don't get it. I they don't can't do that with all the potholes that are out No, no, no. no, no. This is talking about like, on, 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 oh, okay. the, on the LIE. On the LIE
1: on, with inches of snow going about 70 miles an hour past you. idiots. That was crazy. Uh, but we only saw that one accident, yeah, which is surprising. Um, so yeah it was just a a harrowing trip to the ferry then the ferry across was perfectly fine and then uh then from connecticut to boston which is normally a two-hour drive only took us three hours with with a stop for a meal but those roads were even terrible so
0: yeah but we got off a random exit because we were starving and we're looking around for something to eat and there's a place called dragon palace Nice. You're like we're gonna go. We're gonna go here. Random.
1: Don't even know the name of the town. Don't know anything. So was good. it
0: Chinese food? Yeah.
1: It was so good. Ch- Chinese, Japanese. Yeah. Cool the mix. Uh, definitely like the local watering hole, like for mixed drinks, because that's what like everyone was doing was drinking.
2: I had when I was in Canada this last time. I had a I ordered a Shirley Temple for like the first time since I was nine, and it tasted like sherbet ice cream. I don't know uh, what they served me, but it was not a Shirley Temple. No, it looked like one, but it wasn't.
0: Odd. So we ended up getting to Boston, totally fine. Like following the GPS, we pull up underneath the convention center, and it's like we all we have to do is just make a right, like just go forward a little bit more. We're gonna be fine. And the the GPS is like turn right here, and I'm like I don't think. It. No, Rob's like no, the GPS is telling us where to go. And did not tell us where to go. <laughs> so, I put
1: my trust into a computer.
0: So if we, ended up, we ended up we ended up circling the stupid convention center like four times. Oh no! <laughs> well, like one I time, said, one time we were on was... we were on on a road that I'm super familiar with. I walk it all the time when we go to PAX, and I'm like, if we just stay in this lane, we're gonna make a left and come right up to the convention center. And I would have been right, except that particular lane has goes underneath the like. It, their highway system runs underneath the city, mm-hmm. so that road dropped us underneath and then ended up taking us like four miles away. It was a
1: good time. I got many Look Kids Big Ben parliaments in, so <laughs> it, was, it was well worth the, the drive around four times. Yeah.
2: I love how that's become a staple. Of, of course. Uh, my dad used to say that. Oh, God. It's I love perfect. that
0: movie. So we ended, up parking, uh, we ended up parking in hell. We were like well, well, well underneath the ground at the hotel to where there was just no walls. It was just bedrock. Bedrock. Just cool. Hmm. Uh, the, I mean, what was really cool is I've never stayed at this particular hotel that's connected to the convention center. So we walk, we get upstairs to the lobby, and it is just packed with people, like just overrunning with you know everybody who plays games. And mm-hmm. so you can imagine the crowd. They had like a lobby where you could just like rent board games, okay, and then just sit anywhere downstairs and play them. So that I mean that was really cool, but it was so crowded and we were tired. We just. We uh, went upstairs.
1: We just got coffee and went to sleep.
0: Yeah, I got coffee and went to sleep, which ended up leading to me not sleeping at all, which was fantastic when 5.30 rolled around and the alarm went off.
2: Yeah, I heard you were uh, the weekend warrior in terms of getting up and waiting in like not one or two, but three lines. Yeah,
0: it was... uh... It was man. Every year, it just gets like, oh man, five thirty comes around so fast. But it was like, okay, like exciting. Let like let's go. (laughs) Five
2: thirty comes around so fast. Yes, it does.
0: So we get outside, and I'm like Rob and Eric are inside a Starbucks, like they're inside the hotel lobby where there's a Starbucks getting coffee, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna I'll go wait on the line outside. So I walk outside, and I was like, oh Jesus Christ, it's cold. Now, like this is my fourth year doing this, I'm used to it being cold. It was freezing.
2: Well wasn't it earlier this year?
0: It was it's like about a month earlier. There so I like I did not accurately prepare. no for You didn't how anticipate. Yeah. No, I, I I bundled up enough up top. Uh oh. I just I was just wearing a pair of jeans and I walked outside and was like, Oh wow. But well, what is else did you what, long johns? Like,
1: was, I had long johns, yeah. yeah. I was fine. Okay. Well well. I left my gloves in the car, so I had to use like a pair of socks. I can't You know think when you're of, a kid and you have to shovel and you can't find your effing gloves, so you put like socks on your hand? No, Which you end up doing nothing. Oh, come on. No Dude, you never I was, had to put socks on your hand.
2: I always had a pair of freaky freezes ready to go. Oh,
1: okay. Well <laughs> no, you ain't no, I honestly, freaky freezes and shoveling snow. Come I've on. never
2: put socks on my hands.
1: Okay. Well
2: That'd be it like works. It'd be like a mitten
0: without a th- without a thumb hold yeah. thing. If yeah. it keeps your hands warm, it's all that matters. Because yeah. it was it was like free. I felt bad for this guy who was right next to us. <laughs> he had the reddest face. He was almost blue. I've ever seen. It was he was a bald man. He was Cree. And yeah, he really looked it. Like it looked like he was in the beginning stages of frostbite. Like it was oh, th- it was that cold. So we are shivering and freezing and i go back to the room and put on more clothes like i'm wearing like two pairs of jeans like maybe this will help so what was amazing was and they did this all three days which they've never done they let us in early like usually we're waiting outside until 8 a.m and they let us in at like 720 so we figured now eric and i had this conversation usually we run down to the queue line get on the queue line and then we run to whatever we think is going to be the biggest thing on the show floor but eric was like well you know blizzard's holding a panel and it's Friday morning at like ten fifteen, and they're like, if they're holding a panel, there's a chance that they're giving away something. It could be a beta code. They're going to be talking about Overwatch. So I was like, all right, let's 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 do this. Let's go to the panel. So we go to the panel. Robs excuses himself. He's like, I can't deal with this. I'm too tired. That was that line that you did. You sent a photo of. Yeah, YouTube? that was a. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that Rob?
1: I I I would have been fine if they didn't start packing us like sardines oh yeah i was fine sitting there playing my ds people are lining up lining up and it's like okay everyone's making their little space and there was more than enough room so i don't know what they were doing then they just made everyone stand up and squish together at an ungodly you know you you could breathe on the person's neck in front of you Ew. and i felt someone like breathing on my it was Ew. disgusting and i was like guys I'm sorry. Oh, ne- God, that's fogging I'm out.
0: The queue line downstairs is worse. No. It, it was, it's <laughs> so much worse. So, like, I, I mean, we ended up getting into it. We were, like, in the second row, and we were like, yes. Like, if they're giving stuff away, we're definitely getting it. They gave nothing away. Ah, oh. uh, Which is frustrating to me because, you know, we waited online for that. We ended up missing the chance to run and play something right off the bat. And it's like, it, it, to me, that's frustrating because everything that I learned in that panel, I learned on Polygon mm. four minutes after they said it. Like I was watching Polygon update. They were in the room with me. So that, that's just frustrating because it's, uh, you go to a, a, like a 2K panel for Gearbox and they give away everything under the sun. Copies of the Borderlands, copy of DLC, I mean, DLC codes. They give away so much stuff. And you go to other panels, and it's like they don't give anything. There has to be some sort of incentive to go to panels, I think. Hmm. Like maybe you're learning information that that's not going to be on the internet in three seconds. Because otherwise, what's the point? I'm kind of surprised. Well, that, like,
1: that's what it is nowadays: is the information dump. Unless it's an entertainment kind of panel, mm. uh, and like the the 2K panels are entertaining; they yeah. make it funny. Uh, I mean, unless like, unless it's something like that, you're going to find that out. In two yeah. seconds.
0: Yeah, I mean, but we went to the Capcom panel, not last year, but the year before that, and uh, we went to the Marvel superheroes panel, uh, not um, Marvel heroes, excuse me, and they gave stuff out, whether it was swag, a pin, stickers, I mean, beta codes, they, they would give stuff away. They were incentivizing people to come and look at the panel, because all that information ends up on the internet in five minutes. So, I mean, that was frustrating that we ended up sitting there watching a screen screens of Overwatch instead of... Downstairs playing Overwatch. Have they
2: been known to give away things in the past?
0: Blizzard, like that was my first ever Blizzard panel. So
1: yeah. I, th- I think they save it all for BlizzCon. Yeah. suppose like they
2: didn't at least give away some like currency for Heroes of the Storm.
0: Nothing. I mean, I think uh, later on uh, downstairs on the line, I ended up getting um, a card uh, for Hearthstone, mm. uh, where it was like a couple of free cards, and I threw that it was up a on pa- Twitter. It was a pack of cards. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, someone had redeemed it, and they tweeted us a picture yeah. of what they got.
0: Um, it's kind of cool.
2: Were they like? They like, exclusive?
0: No, 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 no. no. It was just a like, free pack of cards. Here's, yeah.
2: a, here's a pack. That's
0: cool. Uh, so we ended up hitting the show floor, and uh, it was Friday, so it wasn't as busy. So the first thing that we did when we hit the show floor, which is basically, like, get get our bearings, and then we walked around, and it was like, do you want to get online for this? Like, Splatoon was capped. That's it. That's going to be a running theme of the show, is that they capped a lot of lines, and we'll get into that, why they did that in a bit. Uh, but we saw Gigantic, which is what Eric and me have been like dying to play. And we went to Gigantic, and the line wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably like a 40 minute line. But what was great, I mean, we played Gigantic three times over the course of the weekend, and we were actually online for a fourth before we realized like maybe we should play something else. <laughs> was that there? It was just us two. Rob was out and about doing his thing, and it's a five player game. So people would come up with three people, and they'd be like, is anybody a group of two? And so Eric and I would always raise our hands, and we would bypass, like, 15 people every time. Nice. Every time we played, we never waited the whole line. We always got jumped up. Uh, Gigantic is incredible. So uh, the best way to describe Gigantic, and I, I think I, I've mentioned it briefly on the show, is this, it's this game that debuted in, I think, August. And uh, it is a almost a watercolor... Um, wind waker style uh game like that's 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 the visual thing it's a MOBA and not a MOBA at the same time it's an action game and not an action game at the same time (laughs) what it is is uh it it takes inspirations from a lot of things uh there are I think there was 12 13 13 characters to play uh, to choose from right off the bat oh wow and uh there's one lane you're on a map, and there is like one center lane with branching paths off the side that come back to the middle. And it's called Gigantic because there is these two gigantic monsters uh, on each team. Well, one for each team. And the point is to kill the other monster. But how you do that is interesting. So you pick your team, and you land on the map, and it is just gorgeous. And the characters are all wonderfully detailed. Uh, there's a, a character who has an owl face, and he has a little mouse on his shoulder, and he like runs around owning everybody with two blades. There is this rickety old machine that could turn himself into a, like a mobile turret. Um, there's
1: a Kung Fu frog.
0: Yeah. There's a Kung Fu frog. There is this, um, there's this girl who runs around and instead of her fighting, she sends out the ghost of her dead father to fight for her. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's just like all wild. There, There is a woman who wears this, like this giant lion mane. Who's like a sniper class. um, There are characters that you would think of seeing in, like, a World of Warcraft setting. And it's just, like, it's just beautiful. The frame rate is great. And so what you want to do when you land is you're running to, there's these points on the map, A, B, C, D, E, and I think it ends at E. And you want to run up to them and claim the territory. So it's kind of like a territories thing where you run up there, you hold down one of three buttons, and that'll spawn a minion there. And you own, that like, that base. And once you own the base... And the a little minion pops out, and the more minions you have, the more damage you're doing to the other team, the creature in the background uh, will they will both eventually start moving towards the middle. and the more damage that you're doing, you're like lessening their shields until eventually you're you're doing that so much that the we- the the big animal gets exposed, and then you could take it like you could take a swipe at its heart and then you could knock off a, a certain amount of health. It's like the basic idea. The first couple of times playing it, I was just lost and shooting anybody that I could because I was I was the machine guy. <laughs> uh, the controls are very easy to use, just W S A D. Um, oh, it's Q, PC. Yeah, it was. It, it's actually PC and Xbox One. They didn't have an Xbox One version there, Ooh. but it, they just announced that it's coming to Xbox One as well. Sweet, and it will be cross-platform play between the two, uh, PC and Xbox. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. So that's super exciting. So the first two times we played it, we got housed. I was awful, super awful. And Eric made sure to remind me every time how bad I was. Got a lot of friends like that. Yeah. So uh, they were about 10-minute matches. And the last one we played, we ended up pulling it out. Um, I did better. I had like a, a better idea of what I was doing. Uh, and it was like a 25-minute match. But what's interesting about the game is like it, you know, the, you say the word MOBA and it usually scares people away. You know, you think of MOBA, you think of Dota, you think of League, you think of these games where it's like you have to run back to the base and you have to, you have to buy things that are going to counteract what other people are doing. It's very involved. Even Smite to some degree is like that. You know, you got to mm-hmm. do a lot of research when you're playing those type of games to find the correct build for the people that you're playing against. Gigantic had it where it was like you're playing and uh, as you start doing stuff, you start leveling. So they, it maxed out at 10 And they didn't even actually have anything for you to do at 10. Like it was like, okay, you made it to 10. But like at level one, you'll have your four basic abilities. So it'll be like uh, left click on the mouse, right click on the mouse, and then it was like Q and R. And you could pick one of those four abilities, hit hit on it, and then it would branch off into two trees. And then you could upgrade the ability... Uh, so say it was like, your shots will be will shoot faster, but they might be a little bit less accurate, or you'll be more accurate, but you'll reload slower, something like that. You pick one of those traits, and then if you want to upgrade that again, then when you're locked into that one, it'll branch two off of there. And that was it for all the abilities. And then every other level, you got to upgrade a passive ability. So it was like you gain focus faster for using like a super move mm-hmm. or you'll start regenerating health on your own when you're out of combat. So it was it was very, very simple. And I like there is companies that go around handing out awards at the end of at the end of uh, convention shows and a gigantic one, um, a few of them. But one of the ones I remember them winning was for like best controls. It was very simple. We sat down and you were like, OK, I get this. You had to play it just like for five minutes and you understood the basic concepts and then how to use your character. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Gigantic was tied for number one for me.
1: Yeah, super long lines on that game. Uh, They held a tournament over the weekend, which was kind of cool. They streamed a a tournament. Uh, People we know joined up with their friends and kind of got into it. That's cool. So, yeah, cool game.
2: I like the idea of these games that are coming out, um, I guess particularly the MOBAs that the cast of characters that you can choose from is so large. It's wow. been a while since we've had stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... The way they broke it down in the tutorials was great. I mean, they they put everybody up, like, just threw them up on the screen. And that way, you were, you were there looking, and it was, like, the first four guys down the line, easiest. Mm-hmm. Then harder, hard, harder, 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 cool. like, hardest or whatever, like, professional. And they broke them down by, like, vertically... Like, these guys are going to be ranged. These guys are going right. to be casters. These guys are going to be... It was very easy for you to understand, like, okay, if like if I play this guy, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, it was actually funny, though. Like, I, I must have not been paying attention, so I picked up my robot guy, and I'm like, it's weird. He doesn't have, like, a lot of health or something. Like, I'm figuring, like, this guy's more of a support character, totally a tank, totally a guy yeah. who's supposed to be, like, up and in in the fight. And that's why I was getting wrecked with him early was because I, I just did not pay attention and was just playing him incorrectly but it's uh it's a game that i want to play more of right now i came away from pax with two games in the back of my head or at the forefront of my head rather that like all i want to do is play these games
2: what's the other one
0: overwatch oh really and we'll get to that well i'll get 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 to that in one second but just for those who might be interested in gigantic you can go to their website it's goGigantic.com. um they're taking they're enclosed alpha right now, but they're very close to going into like a into like a very wide open beta uh, program. You could sign up for it. There they they was were, there were, everyone was signing up for it immediately after playing it. The Xbox One announcement is super new. They haven't really had too much to say about it yet, but it's a game that Microsoft is going to be very very glad that they got.
2: I'm looking at the artwork for it now. It's gorgeous. it's ridiculous. It's
0: yeah. when you see it in motion, you're like, oh, I could watch this for a long time.
2: That's how I feel about a game we'll talk about later.
0: No, I'm I'm psyched for that. You mentioned that um, before. I have, I have because I've been in the alpha. I they accepted me into the alpha. I signed up the minute I saw the first trailer, and they're like, "Congratulations, you're in." Wait for our code to come to you. Right. And I've been waiting since September, so people are going to be super glad that Microsoft got this thing. Uh, once they play it, and Microsoft's going to be really glad too because it looks really really good.
1: Hopefully, this gets uh this gets some attention and and people you know. Oh, people yeah. are excited and either they have their pc to play it or pick up a xbox one cuz they're they're banking on it selling systems mm-hmm.
2: what do we think the, like the system specs are going to be to run it
0: like really well on a pc oh i don't know i, I I'm, I'm not the most proficient at pc stuff but i know that mine probably won't
2: now you you've said in the past that you don't like traditionally you can't play pc games
0: no like i i struggle with them big time uh my hands just do not work but you were able to play this yes i was able to like sneak by and play this that's why it took me a little bit to get used to the uh, like the first couple rounds i wasn't that great partly because i was like trying to get used to the controls Mm -hmm. i Uh, told
1: them to go on a on a wasd training program just just pick a stupid game and sit there and just keep playing it to mm-hmm. to like train your fingers.
2: Now, will you be playing the PC version or do you think that you'll
0: wait for the Xbox One version? And if I can get under, if I can get into the PC version, I'll start playing that right away. I'm waiting for the Xbox One, but I will probably play it fully on Xbox One when it comes out because it's great that it's cross-platform. Like, yeah. Eric is going to play this on PC. He doesn't have an Xbox One. I'll be bummed out if I can't play with Eric, but they're giving us the opportunity to have that cross-platform thing, so that that's pretty cool. That's new that they're doing that, right? Yes, that's very new. That's cool. They they usually shied away from that, in a big way. I'm surprised they haven't been doing that for a long time. You know, it, it's weird with uh, like a first person shooter. People on PC will have like an immediate advantage because they're using you know they're using a mouse. You mm-hmm. can click on your head instantly. Uh, so it's not really a fair playing ground when those two things come together. But like we're getting into like a weird territory here with like kind of like a moba ish game. Like, is the difference going to be that much? I don't know. I'd have to see and and, and find out. Hmm. I would love for them to announce
2: Heroes of the Storm for the Xbox One. I if have... they
0: started, like, porting shit over to that system, that thing would come alive in my living room. Well, if I'm going to have one game from Blizzard come over to the Xbox One or to PS4, it's not Heroes of the Storm. It's Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So Overwatch, uh, for those who don't know, it was announced at BlizzCon a couple months ago. Uh, it is the... Fruition of whatever Titan was going to be their their game Titan they worked on for I think it's like five or six years now th- those numbers may be wrong but it was multiple years I'll say I'll say no less than five mm-hmm. they canceled it which was like a big story like them canceling Titan it was like okay where does Blizzard go from here and then at BlizzCon they were like oh by the way this is this came out of Titan and Overwatch is their entry into like a first person shooter type game. Yeah, and they it's had, like a
1: class-based shooter. Yeah, uh,
0: they had a gorgeous cinematic trailer uh, to announce the game that was just like, I want an entire movie out of just this like two-minute trailer you showed. And then what was great was that like people saw that and were like, Oh wow, that seems interesting. I wonder when we'll see. Oh, we're seeing gameplay right now. And then they had like a six or seven-minute gameplay demo of the game in action, and people were floored by it. And then you know the general hype dies dies down a bit. And then we saw it there, and I got extremely hyped after just seeing it. Playing it was like a whole other thing. Uh, so for those who are familiar with like a Team Fortress type game, it's very class-based. Um, lots of characters. There are 15 announced characters so far. 14 were playable there? Yeah, 14. No, I'm sorry. Thir- uh, 12 were playable there. 12 were. There was three. We argued about this. Oh, that's we right. Went back you and know what?
1: Yeah, because because that damn picture. Yeah, the picture screwed us up.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there, it, it's it's a strange game. It's it's fast. It's twitchy. I'm not used to like a type of game where like your class abilities come into play so much. There's so many different characters who do so many different things. Uh uh-huh.
1: Yeah. No. And I I said it there. I was like, this is Team Fortress 2. That's yeah. exactly what this game is. It's the same speed. There's, like, the same kind of classes. You're, the engineer's girl is, like, throwing down turrets. There's a medic that shoots their medic beam. That's, you know, right out of Team Fortress 2.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were... The the cool thing about Overwatch, and and, to, and gigantic to the, the same degree, was that they had these 12 or 13 characters to pick from, and all of them looked really interesting. And I wouldn't have been upset if I had we're just assigned a character. Mm-hmm. But you got to pick. And then what was nice about Overwatch was when you died, you could pick another character. Like you could just instantly change if you wanted to. Uh, so I was like, I am choosing this robot guy who turns into also turns into a turret. His ultimate ability turns <laughs> into a tank. He, this sounds awesome, and I got I got just destroyed, like really really bad. The gameplay was like um, attack and defend. So there was two points that we had to go attack. They had to defend it. Then we switched and they had the high ground and i was just like nope i'm going to force my way through this and oh god i i did really really bad <laughs> but i had a lot of fun doing it and um i walked away and was just like just blown away by the experience uh the next day we got up really early the last day we were there run back down there and play that game and we we did get on the line and we got to play it again and this time i was like okay going to be a little bit more cautious going to change characters and the characters are like, again, with Gigantic, like, gorgeously defined, really cool. Everyone has just, like, just random tweaks about, like, the way they climb up surfaces. Hanzo uses his hands and feet to kind of just, like, push himself up, whereas Farah can just use a jetpack and hop to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mercy has wings so she can glide. I mean, just, like, little differences here and there. And they introduced a couple of new characters, too. I mean, they introduced... um Zara, I think that was her name, and she's the, like the female tank character. So she's uh, got like a pink mohawk, a scar on her eye, muscles as big as my body, and she carries around this um, this fusion rifle. But like neat little things, like she can shield herself, and she could shield somebody else with like a bubble. But when she shields herself, the damage when she's taking damage on that shield, her damage is actually increased.
1: That's a cool little yeah. That was a yeah, cool like little that. thing
0: that I wish I had known about while I was playing her, uh, but like it's really interesting to watch the characters all mesh together. Like Zara's ultimate ability is something that pulls all the enemies into the center of the room, where somebody else could be waiting with their ultimate ability, and it almost feels like in some ways like that's how you play like a MOBA. That's how you play Smite. You was like Ares would pull everybody to the center of the room, and then a couple of people would use wide area effect ultimates to like take out the whole team. But man, do I want to play more of that game. I mean, if you haven't seen any gameplay on Overwatch, if first-person shooters even interest you a little bit, it's something that definitely needs to be seen. And it's just, it's playful. Like, you get, I was playing it, and I was getting destroyed, and I wasn't getting upset. Rob was, the last day we were there, was watching over my shoulder, and he knew how bad I was the day before, because I came back and I was like, oh, so bad. Because they count up points at the end of the round. So, uh, the first round, it was like, top guy was like, Two thousand, and then it was like a 600. One of the rounds I ended with forty two, and I was like, I was just trying not to die. Like I wasn't really doing anything. I just was trying to not hurt the team by dying so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, if if they could announce one thing at E three, it's that one of the two consoles grab or get like get Blizzard in a room, sit them down, and be like, here is all the money. Right, bring this to our bring this to our platform right now. Like if either of these companies want to. Get like a serious head up on the other one. They're gonna they're gonna do something with Blizzard. They
2: brought Diablo over to the consoles. Yeah, but you, you know, know, like it could happen.
0: Chuck is infamous. Our buddy Chuck, he uh, he was talking to me about this, and he's like, "Well, you're kind of new to PC gaming. You know, Blizzard is just extremely slow about doing anything." And when they announced Overwatch, people were like, "You know, what's it coming to?" And they're like, "PC," and they're like, "What about future platforms?" They're like, "With they like they had like a grin on their face. They're like, "PC right now." Like. If you ask me, it, it sounds like they're being very coy about it. It would not mm. shock me to see some sort of announcement sometime soon.
1: They're just waiting for the money to stack up Yeah. and to pull the trigger and decide where they're going to go.
0: Right. Uh, Microsoft is pulling in all the MOBAs right now. They've got Smite. They've got Gigantic. Like that is what they're going for. It is my hope that I will take either one of them. But I mostly play PS4, and all my friends are on PS4. Like if I could play this game with my friends on PS4, I don't know what else i could ever be excited about like it is like i really 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 enjoyed it all right
2: uh, i i mean i want to play it i've i've listening to a, a couple of different things and a couple of opinions that have come out of packs and stuff like that um people were a little how let me ask you this how did it play in terms of speed
0: you ever played team fortress 2 because it was like very that, little it was like that. i played it's, it a little bit
1: it's 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 time splitters fast i wouldn't say it was
0: that fast it was quick but like there were times when you're like i'm starting at the beginning and it's like plodding along a little bit but what was interesting is like everybody has like a like a sprint move Mm -hmm. or like a dash so like you can save that stuff for when you want to use it like with the rocket girl like i wanted to be above everybody and i wanted to be able Mm -hmm. to be very mobile so i was saving all that stuff because the second you use like your your dash you've got to cool down
2: so what sets it apart from something like Team Fortress Two? Like why why do people want to play Overwatch as opposed to just digging up those other games?
1: I would say the amount of different classes that they have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the personality of the characters. Oh yeah,
0: I mean the uh, game and, screams personality. And we're cool.
1: only seeing cool. a the smallest slither, you know, an attack defend map. Who knows what mm-hmm. else
0: there is? Yeah, I like the fact that like there was characters there who did not have a gun. Like one of the guys walks around with just a giant hammer, and he could put up a shield in front of him and walk with the shield, so he can get in close to people. But there was another character that was the only character that could shoot through that shield at any time.
2: Isn't there a character with the, their bare hands and they they like fisticuffs? Like they they well, do like there was a, there and... is
0: a giant gorilla that's awesome, but he does have like some sort of fusion rifle, Winston. All right, so yeah, I mean, Overwatch and Gigantic were the two two big games that had I think the longest lines. And I feel they were the most justified. I played uh, Overwatch twice. It would have been three times if we were there on day one, uh, and I played Gigantic three times as well. Like both of them need to be on people's radars, and because they're they're super interesting for their genres. You know, you want to classify Gigantic as a MOBA? That's fine. Uh, it's super friendly to get into, and then in, you know, su- just because it's super friendly doesn't mean that it's not super fun. Mm-hmm. And Overwatch is a first-person shooter that. Introduces like a lot. Like you could play as as the healer class, be helping the team tremendously. And don't even have to shoot anybody. Like that's not what you are supposed to do. Right. You are supposed to just buff and heal the team. So it's games. They're both games that really are gonna like they're at the forefront of everything I want to do over the next year. Like the second they come out, that's that's going to be like a really really cool day. Awesome. What about you, Rob? Uh, I mean honestly, I I
1: wasn't gonna wait online for for a lot of this stuff. Um, so I I did the older over the shoulder, you know, peak watch play. That's why Justin's doing a lot of talking.
3: At the the lone wolf. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, I I kind of did the stuff on the outskirts, like you know, the the console rooms. Sit down and play some some of the older games. Uh, they had a little arcade. Uh, which was little, but whatever. Um, so Bobby, Brian, and I we played a whole bunch of NFL Blitz 2000 <laughs> on the arcade. Uh, Amazing games. You were telling me about it earlier. Oh, we sounded, were screaming. It sounded pretty harrowing. We were the loudest people in that room. It was hilarious. Who won in the end? I don't think you finished the story. Uh, Brian and I, nice. we did. We we won in overtime. Uh, and then just, you know, walked around the various shops, looked at a whole bunch of old games uh, that people were selling, uh, crazy overpriced Amiibos. Ooh, uh, No, 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 just, you know. Regular. I saw like I saw a, few, a couple of
2: pictures of like regular ones that are in every store, but they were going for like twenty five bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we played a bunch of Dive Kick, which obviously is old at this point, but I've never played that. Was before. hilarious. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, so so I I did like you know the outskirts stuff. Uh, the show floor is extremely packed and two packed like Saturday
0: know, at Comic Con packed. Not that bad because it's laid out differently, but more. More people were in that place than any other year,
1: uh-huh. and that... and Comic Con wise, like you're not waiting on lines generally, right? Um, you know, and the lines you do wait on, they're they're true lines. They're not like squished together. Yeah, right. But you know, I, I had a lot of fun and watch. I don't mind just chilling out watching watching people play games. See, that's kind of I think how
2: if I did go, that's how I would roll. I think I would I would wind up walking around a lot and kind of just doing my own thing Uh like there's no way i physically i can't wait on lines for for that long like Uh it's just i don't know how you do it man that's that's inspiring
0: it's uh it's it's for me it's not bad because um in years past you know the longest line i ever waited on was first year ever went to and we waited for like four and a half hours to play the old republic (sighs) because eric really wanted to play the old republic but we were new with this so we didn't really know what was going on but you know the big things the big things that are going to have In years past, like Borderlands had a four Borderlands two had a four hour wait, and they're not doing that stuff anymore because there were so many people online waiting, and then they were having them in queue areas. What they're doing now is they're just capping the lines. Like the lines two hours long, nobody else is getting on it. Hmm. And then it's like you want to get on this line, stand, wait, like just wait around for us to reopen the line for you to get on. So I mean, in some ways, you're waiting the same amount but like they're not positioned you're you're not in a good spot where you're going to be waiting there like that's how we never got to play Splatoon because we could never get to it before the line got capped and it was in an area where you could not stand around and wait you were just getting bombarded with people it was at
1: the bottom of the the escalator yeah it was oh. the Nintendo section you would go down the escalator and it was, and like, it was right like there on Nintendo, the Nintendo they had codename steam they had yeah Uh, splatoon those were the two big games they were showing on splatoon
0: looks awesome though i I watched a lot of it and Mm -hmm. it looks great
2: really that's that's one game that i really want to play
0: so bad but after like after you get past those big games like none of the indie games have like a long line um we waited for like 20 minutes to use the steam controller yeah tell me
2: about that well i feel like i'm hosting the show (laughs) no it's fine asking questions i am asking questions i wasn't there so this is how i got involved Tell me about the steam controller because I heard something this morning that they're going to be adding something
0: to it since this weekend because I it didn't he-
2: test well.
0: I haven't heard that. Um I could be totally wrong. I could I I just I I haven't heard that news yet. But I'll tell you what what I did get to do with it. Um so the original design had no joysticks. It was just haptic controls that did not test well. So they changed it around and they added a thumbstick, uh they added buttons. Because the original thing was like wild looking. Um, so okay, the final, maybe that's what I was hearing. Yeah, then. the final design is out now. And it has a, on the very top, um, where if you're using an Xbox controller, it's where your, your stick would be. They have like a very wide circle that acts as a D-pad. Underneath that, they have the thumbstick on the bottom right of the controller. They have like your standard four-button layout. And then they have a haptic pad for your thumb, which would replace the other analog stick. What was really cool was on the back of the controller, where your hands would go. There was two long paddles. So the first time we played, we played Towerfall, and I didn't get to use the haptic thing. And for playing Towerfall, I was using the left paddle on the back to jump, and the right paddle to shoot, oh, and then just using the stick different. to aim. So that was like that was interesting, and I could I would like to see different that and used maybe in a different setting maybe in a game like in a racing game and have one be the gas one be the brake mm-hmm. that'd be interesting uh, i after we got off that line there was they were showing like borderlands 2 using the controller and i like i went right up to it and i was like i got to see how this thing plays and it's weird as hell <laughs> uh first of all it was screwed up because it was inverted and i was like ah, i was playing the right way i was playing uh, around in the controls and i was like okay invert off and nothing was working uh, then I, one of the people came over and I was like, I just can't get it off invert, and they were like, they were they were messing around with it and they're like, we can't get it off either. Like it's weird. It was like in a system setting
1: when the people that are displaying the item can't get it off the of, uh, yeah. of invert. I don't know so to tell you,
0: room. man. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. So I was just like, I, I was like, it's it's not a big deal or whatever. So I was playing with it and it was very weird. Like, and, and perhaps it was just because it was inverted. But like, say I wanted to like I wanted to like look fully up. I would swipe once mm-hmm. and I was thinking like that's gonna get me to the top, but it didn't. It was, like, swiped twice to get to the top. Weird. Yeah, it was, like, it was very strange. But then, like, I handed it over to Eric, and then he was, like, no, it's not inverted. It's 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 normal. He handed it back to me, and I'm, like, no, it's inverted. Handed it back to him. He's, like, oh, it is inver- Okay, now it's normal. Now it's inverted. It was, like, jumping back and forth. So probably just from, from overuse, like, it just got busted. Like, who knows? Somebody could have dropped it. Yeah. Uh, it's a very interesting thing that I would have to spend a lot more time with to fully have an idea about it because I only got to spend, like, Five to ten minutes holding it.
2: Was it weird not having like any kind of like
0: resistance to judge
2: how far you were pushing? Yes, okay. that
0: was that was also another weird thing. Like you know, you're used to the stick. It's like I'm going all the way over to the left, and you could tell you're all the way over to the left because the analog stick stops you. Mm-hmm. Did not happen on this. Hmm. Uh, but it was a cool weekend for like exploring new things because I also got to try the Oculus for the first time. Ah, you finally got to try it. Yeah, I got what'd to you try think? It. Uh, we were playing. Um, I mean, they had their own booth, Oculus, which was the Crescent Bay uh, version of the Oculus, where you're like, they're like, stand on this plat, like they'll put you up, like you're going into private rooms, and they be, you'd be standing on something, like on a ledge, like or like a little ramp, and they put it on, and it was like, there's a dinosaur chasing you. It was, you yeah. you did not have a controller in your hand. It was about just immersion. Mm-hmm. And they were showing you different things. Uh that line was usually really long. And we talked to Bobby and I was like, Well, I'm gonna go wait on it. And he's like, Don't like just go over to the Intel booth and they have an Oculus sitting there and you wait online for twenty minutes and then you can just play Eve Valkyrie, which is a dog fighting game in space. So fine, great. Eric and me Eric and me were super excited about, it. ran over there, put it on. I'm really excited, and I'm like, it's a little bit blurry. They're like, It'll it'll adjust, but it didn't adjust for me. Uh. So You get shot out of your spaceship and now, or like your carrier, and now you are just flying around space, and it is incredible. Nice, it is really awesome. Except for the part where I felt like I was going to throw up.
3: Oh
1: no, you got the sickness. I got the sickness. Yeah, did you take? You took it off.
0: I was like, I can deal with this. It's not real. Like it tricks your mind into thinking that it's real. So I'm doing like barrels and floating around asteroids and going Mm -hmm. upside down, and I was like, I died. And then I was like, I'm going to be sick, but I can't take this control. I, I, I can't just take it off. Yeah. And then I just closed my eyes and was flying around in a circle. And I'm like, I know there's people watching. Let me just open my eyes again. And I'm like, nope, going to be sick. So I ended up just taking it off. See, when I when I got to try the Oculus in Canada, I had um,
2: somebody, my, my friend, he's developing software for it and stuff, that uh, he had very explicit instructions for me about using it and like, how to sit properly in the chair and how not to move a certain way and stuff like that. Like, did they tell you any of that? No, stuff? they just
0: put it on my head. And then, you know, you're looking around, like you look to the left, you look into the left, you look to the right, you're looking at the right. I mean, it, it was incredible. Eric was like, I'm, he was in love. He was like, I'm just going to take this with me. He tried stealing it. <laughs> um, we did it we did it again or he did it again cuz he wanted to do it like he just jumped right jumped right back on the line and, and did see, it again. So that would have been
2: me. Yeah. I would have been I would have been all about that. I'm VR. all
0: about it. I thought it was amazing. It, the immersion was incredible. Like I've never played anything like it. It's just I get motion sickness kind of easily. Oh, so like rough. that probably wasn't the right demo for me to try first. I probably would have liked the immersion thing better. But I'm super interested to see what they do like last week was GDC. Morpheus is coming in the first half of 2016. PlayStation 4 is one. Yeah, it Valve is. showed their Vive, their HTC Vive. I'm really excited to see what, where that goes. And it's weird because Oculus is beaming two separate images into your eyes, where Morpheus is just one screen. Mm-hmm. It's just one screen. So maybe that had something to do with it, but we'll have to, we'll have to try it again to, to be sure. It's, oh. it's
1: just crazy that there's all these different you know 3D headsets. There's like three or
0: four of them, right?
1: Yeah, technically.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. there are four. Yeah. I forget what the fourth one is. But there well, is HTC, one out. There's HTC, there's, there's, there's Morpheus, there's Oculus and Oculus. there is another one out there. Um,
1: but then there's other can't other that. like other branded ones yeah. that are, you know, not even just in the forefront like like these are. Yeah. Wave of the future. Um, so now it's just going to be one of those things where what headset has what you want to play.
2: I mean, I, as we get closer, they'll announce stuff and, and things like that. But I mean, I am as, as Sony's like that will work in conjunction with the PS4 VR.
0: Like I am so into that. I wonder if they're going to show anything at E3 for it. I hope so. Because I, this- I mean, they said <sighs> they, they, they put the release window out there. They didn't need to do that. They're like, this is a retail product coming in the first half of 2016, which means it's probably going to get delayed. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I would be surprised if they showed anything in this E3, but I wouldn't be surprised if they showed stuff maybe at, like, Gamescom or uh, TGS, one of the other ones coming up. So, Or, or uh, actually, you know when they're going to show it? They're going to show it at the next PlayStation Experience. That's in December, most likely. Hmm. And they're probably going to come out and show, like, a bunch of games for it right then. So that would be something.
2: I want to see. It got announced this past week,
0: not to derail, but, oh, my God, Rock Band 4. That was there. Yeah. What? Well, Harmonix was there. And, and they were taking pre orders of a rock band for they had a guitar there. Um that mm-hmm. with Are like they taking pre
1: orders in the stores now? Oh, I would assume so. Once something is announced, they generally <sighs> yeah, create you could a probably, skew. Yeah. To, you could go to GameStop to and do I rock need band to do that. 4. They just uh, haven't announced bundles and stuff like that. Yeah, so
0: they're still trying to figure all that stuff out. I mean, you could have bought a guitar there with the Penny Arcade uh logo on it. Mm. Um so that I mean that was pretty cool. They were also showing amplitude which looks like a lot of fun i kickstarted that yeah so that i mean that it was there. there yeah yay i can't wait
2: till i have it um so did you like did you see anything of no rock they, didn't band show, they didn't show anything like that damn i want to know what they're gonna do with this time i'm so i'm so stoked i freaked out when i heard that news that it was official uh-huh. i'm really pumped
1: well they had the oh, the new accordion the new accordion no, for rock band
2: <laughs> some some uh
1: weird alpaca going
2: polka, on yeah that'd be great
0: Uh, So I I wrote down while I was walking around, I did something that I didn't do last year that I should have. I started taking notes, so that way I didn't just come back and be like, this was awesome, play it, and then not really describe it properly. Uh, So these are just some of the games that I saw and I got to play while I was there. And uh, these are almost all in the Indie Mega booth. Uh, So here we go. Uh, There was Fortified by Clapfoot Studios, and it's coming to Steam and Xbox One. It's like a third person tower defense game uh, with four different characters that they were showing. Um, It's kind of like Orcs Must Die. Yeah. Like Orcs Must Die, like Unchained, where it's like you're you're in an area and you're like, oh, we got to defend this area against oncoming enemies. Uh, So there were these four characters that you could pick from there was the captain, the spaceman, an agent, and like a very like 30s fly girl. She had like a rocket pack. And then it was like you're doing, you're shooting things, you're doing things, you're gaining points to put down traps and whatnot. Uh, It was a a really cool game, but it was way too easy. It was super easy to play. A a harder difficulty would be really nice. Um, But it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, I wrote down that it was awesome looking because I I thought that it was. A late summer release. So it's uh, going to be out this summer. Like I said, Steam and Xbox One. Uh, The party game that got everybody's attention is Move or Die.
1: Yeah, Move or Die was really cool.
0: So it's this like mini party game. Well, it's a party game with this, these mini games that you play in it. The characters are all these like upsetting looking pieces of toast. <laughs> They're like very cute, but like, I, I I like, I have a problem with looking at it for too long. They're actually me. pieces of toast. One of them was a piece of toast. That's amazing. And when they, they win, they do this little dance. It was upsetting.
2: Did they get eaten by birds? No,
0: it wasn't anything like that. So what it was is it's like a simple thing. Like, I'm surprised no one's really thought of this and pushed it further. It was like, all right, so it's just mini games. So one of the mini games and they're fast, like no more than thirty seconds, and you're playing them back. Like WarioWare fast. fast. It's yeah, like a, it's a multiplayer Wario. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be like hold the crown the longest and then 30 seconds goes by, start the next game. It's like run over as many tiles and like get when you run over the tile, they're your color. You know, whoever has the most colors wins. A whole bunch of games like that. It was ridiculous though. Like uh, there were people lined up to play it nonstop. Mm-hmm.
1: See, and the, the key to a game like this, though, is—is is, does it get repetitive? And you know, is it going to be a one or two night thing that I play with my friends, or
0: is it just going to get repetitive? And it's a drinking game for sure, like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they even, definitely. During the, they have a trailer for it, and it's like it shows people playing beer pong, and it's like, why on earth would you play this when you could play this? And it just shows everybody drinking, playing the game. What's the name of it again? Uh, move <laughs> or die. Move or, move or, die. or die.
1: Responsible.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eric played Force Two: The Rush by Beta Dwarf Entertainment, so it caught our eye because it's this top down action game, but it has card game elements in it. so uh, Eric's like walking around with his giant hammer, swinging things, beating up enemies, and then randomly like a card deck comes out, and then you're throwing down cards to add things to your character to help them get through whatever environment they're trying to get through, and then eventually you're building your own deck and then going into harder battles with your deck seems pretty cool. It's in beta right now on Steam. Okay. Uh, Jotun is like everyone's like little darling of the show. So it is a game where it is 100% hand drawn. Everything you see in it is drawn from hand. And when I talked to the developer, he was saying, "Oh, it's about Thor trying to get to Valhalla, but he has to go through Jotunheim." Okay? But it's not Thor. It's a chick. So okay. I didn't really understand what he was talking about there. She has.
1: She has. She has. Here, she but... has.
0: But it's not Thor. Because well, when you read. Ca- no, but when you read the description of the game on like an IGN website, they're not saying it's Thor. Like Thor can be a woman, he obviously. Be-
1: yeah, that, yeah, that's what I You he better be about. careful. Somebody
2: should talk to this guy about uh, copyright infringement.
1: <laughs> no, Thor is. Well, that's right. Thor
2: yeah. is public domain, isn't he? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Anyone Or, could or the Thor, idea Loki of Thor or... is idea. of the domain.
0: I forgot about that. It's one I mean, of the few. The game was, we played it for about five minutes. There was a counter on it, and it was on PC. Um, what was interesting was you start at the game, and you're like, holy crap, everything in this really is hand-drawn. It looks it. And then you get to a part where you free this giant ice giant from the ground, and you got to fight him to move on. <laughs> and it was really cool because, like, your character would be leaning back to do like an axe, like, a, like a heavy attack. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the attack, like as she's coming down, she goes from a finished character to a sketch, back to a finished character. Oh, cool! And people are drawing comparisons to Shadow of the Colossus because you are this Ooh. tiny little thing fighting these huge things. And the magic words. The first like two or three minutes, I was fighting him. I'm like this isn't so bad. And then it, as his health got lower and lower the level started changing and now there was different effects coming in. When like your ground turned to ice, your character sliding everywhere. I ended up not beating it. Hmm. Uh, And neither did Eric, uh, but we were really intrigued by it. So it is coming this fall to steam 2016 to consoles. So I'm going to always
2: always ask you, what's the name?
0: um, Jotun. 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 How do you spell that? J-O-T-U-N. All right. Super, I'm definitely like, interested. Super in that. gorgeous,
2: and what was it coming out for
0: uh, Steam uh, in the fall, and then consoles to follow in 2016. Beautiful. Uh, Severed by Drinkbox, which is a Vita game. Uh, so these are the guys who did Guacamelee, and this Vita game is about going into dungeons and fighting these monsters. And I did not want to play it because I already know that I'm going to play it. But I watched Eric do it for a few minutes and then walked away because I don't want to spoil anything. But you were swiping at the screen to like to beat these monsters and they it is a like wildly gorgeous design. Like lots of bright colors, lots of like like if you're looking at shapes, like triangles and like very sharp edges and basically it's just like fighting monsters in dungeons and getting through the dungeon. Mm. But it uh, it looks really cool. It's a PS to exclusive. Um, I gotta get me one of those. Yes, you do. That's I really how do. I wait on lines as I play my Vita.
2: I well now that I I mean you already told me, but like Ali Ollie Ali's on Vita. Vita, like you can transfer it over to Vita. Yep. Yeah, I'm it's so good on Vita. Ali Ali on the go. Uh, that game we'll talk about later.
0: Just Shapes and Beats by Berserk Studio. Uh, so it is an up to four player. I'm trying to think of the type of gameplay. Like um, Geometry Wars. Like what would you call one of those? Like a twin stick shooter. Yeah. It was like a twin stick yeah. shooter. Um but it shapes and beats because you pick a song. You don't pick a level, you pick a song, and then the, the level gets built around the song. Oh, I love those. And now you're trying to fight these giant circles and shapes on the screen while the music is influencing the level. Really, I'm, I'm, really cool. I'm, I'm already game.
2: getting it. I love uh, the only, the first thing I bought on Steam ever and still play it to this day is a game called Audio Surf, where it's it's pretty much like it's
0: uh, F-Zero on Rails. Yeah. Oh, I have a game that my next game is for you then. So they had, like, the indie mega booth, and then they had the, in- the mini booth where it was, like, a whole bunch of games on just, plat- um, like, platforms next to each other. And so there was, like, four to, four to, like, a poll that they had put up. And people were just, like, um, like, here's my laptop. My laptop's open play on this. So it was this game called Thumper by Drool. And <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name. Was it Res on the PS3 where you were just, like, careening down the That's path? Rez. That's Res. Yeah, That's another okay. one of my favorite games. So this game's like that. You were this little miniature beetle, and you are on a, like, um, a bobsled track. Okay. And it is turning. Like a half the, pipe? Like a half pipe. Like, but you're coming down, but, like, um, you'd be, like, doing hard lefts and hard rights, and it would eventually get harder. But what what the trick was, like, you have kind of, like, the music in the background, and you're not even paying attention to it. But right before these turns, you would see these, these markers in the ground. And if you didn't hit A at the right time, It would die. Your your character would die. But if you hit A at the right time, all of a sudden the sounds that it made hit the music at the right time, and it created like a really cool looking sound, like a really cool sound. But at the same time, you're having to navigate, like you're hitting that button at the right time, and then you're having to like throw your character to the to the left to do this. So at the beginning, it's very simple. But the further you go, you're doing lefts and rights while hitting A and jumping, in like rapid succession and it, it sounds incredible and it looks like you're on an acid trip ah. it, I'll I have to show you a video after this it's really really good sounds a little bit like uh, nitrous
2: oxide for the PS1 yeah
1: all, all I had in my head that whole time was cool runnings because he said bobsled you're the like, bobsled yes, team that's the song that you're going along with the beat exactly. I hate I hate both of you you dead man yeah, yeah man
0: <laughs> uh so I asked him, I'm like, look, like I, 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 it was my favorite thing, I, my favorite indie I saw at the show. And I'm like, where can I play this and when? And he's like, I'm making this myself. He's like, I'm hoping for next year. Wow. And I'm like, oh, what platform? He's like, PC to start, hopeful, uh, hopefully consoles to to come after. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to see a really beautiful looking game, uh, so look up just Thumper on YouTube. Thumper by Drool, and you'll get, uh, you'll get an idea of, of what I'm talking about. They had this really cool game for Oculus called "Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes." <laughs> Rob, Rob was the one that described this to me, and then I went and I looked at it. The line was uh, was a little bit long for an indie game, so I didn't get to sit down and play it, but I watched. And so, why don't you say? Why don't you tell us what it was about?
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, basically, someone has the ocul- Oculus on, and they see a bomb in front of them, and everyone that is not, you know, doesn't have the Oculus on, they're standing around, and everyone gets a manual. A big, like, binder with instructions. So the person with the Oculus has to describe what they see. Everyone else has to identify the bomb and then correctly tell them how to dismantle that bomb. Oh, neat. So it starts off pretty easy. It's like, okay, pull the red wire, pull the blue wire, and then, cool, done. But then it starts to be like, well, there's three red wires. There's, you know, four blue wires. Which one? You know, okay, the second one up, are you sure? You know, so everyone's doubting themselves. But that that's the gist of it. Really, really cool concept. Uh, it's going to be like one of those tense party games, people yelling at each other. Be like, no, you told me to pull this. So
2: I'm getting flashbacks, I don't know why, but to that part in the movie Speed, when his uh, bomb defuser friend is inside of that box, uh-huh. inside the precinct.
1: Uh, it's, it's it's gonna be fun people are gonna
0: enjoy it that seems like that's something i definitely want to do in oculus that seems really cool uh-huh
1: and it's it's cool that it gets people included and you know only one person needs to to right. wear the unit and then everyone else can still participate
0: yeah that's actually like a, a really cool thing okay so we also have um a couple more and then we'll be done uh 20 xx which yes. is Mega Man. Yes. Excuse I, me? It's yes. Mega Man. Oh, is that Oh, I've I've seen photos of this. This yes. the sides Okay. It's I mean, I walked up and I was like Mega Man much and they were like nah. <laughs> and then I started playing it. They were like, "Do you want to play it?" And so I was playing I was playing with the, this other kid. So it's a co-op game. It's a roguelike, so it's random. Mm. The but it's Mega Man. So it's Mega Man with, with a couple of new twists. You have secondary abilities. You have an energy bar um, that you can like throw out these like giant boomerangs that will come back to you. When you die, you die the same way in Mega Man. You, you explode uh, you, into you explode. a bunch of like, little prisms. All, all the boxes bubbles. are labeled E. Uh, wow. You go to a boss. The boss door opens like Mega Man. So Do the energy bars fill up when you walk into the room? You know what? I was talking to the developer, so I didn't notice that. Uh, but they uh, they said like look, Mighty Number no. Nine is coming out, and that's Mega Man, and, and we thought well if they can make Mighty Number no. Nine, we can make this. And I said oh absolutely, they're not making Mega Man game uh, Mega Man games anymore. So freaking all the power to you, like go for it. It was a lot of fun. Like I was playing with this kid, and uh, it felt like it felt like Mega Man. It felt like a like an updated version of Mega Man. It was really cool. Uh, so that's twenty XX. Uh, they said hopefully next year, PC, then consoles to follow. Cool. Viking Squad, which is a uh, Castle Crashers clone, like looks almost just like it. Just your Vikings and you can ride yaks. <laughs> I actually wrote that down that you can ride a yak. It was really, just a really cool co-op 2D uh, action game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2015 PC, Mac, PS4. R- uh, Rive, R-I-V-E, which is a 2D scry- uh, side scroller. You are this little machine, and the demo they kept showing was this little tiny machine fighting this giant, enormous tank. And if it was fast-paced, you know, you're just shooting at this thing back and forth, and nobody could ever make a dent in the big tank. Uh, but that is coming out this year for everything under the sun. <laughs> uh, Affordable Space Adventures was this, like, really weird game. Because usually you're walking around the mega booth, and you'll see banners for things. And possibly on the banner, they'll tell you, like, PS4... Uh, Xbox, PC, Steam. This one just said Nintendo, not Wii U, Nintendo, which made me think that this is some sort of Nintendo deal, like it's a Nintendo exclusive. But it was really weird that it wasn't the Nintendo stuff. But I've never seen any any other company do that. Uh, so affordable space adventures is looks like pixel junk shooter. Uh, it's like you know you're rolling through the level in the same way. You're in this little spaceship. What really drew me to the game was it was you were going through this cave, underwater cave in the dark, and your light was just shining on stuff, and it just had a really nice atmosphere, beautiful lighting. Uh, but if you like pixel junk shooter-type games, that's something that should be on your radar.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's a Wii U. It's a Wii U thing? Yeah, so it'll probably just be in the shop.
0: Cool. Uh, and the last game I wrote down here was ne- uh, Necropolis, which is like this Zelda-Dark Souls thing kind of mixed. in. This, what? Yeah, this weird... It's weird looking. It it looks like unfinished like assets, like not wire wireframes, but like one step up from wireframes and you're just walking around fighting. You're looking for this exit in a world that's constantly shifting around you while fighting enemies and you're going to oh, die a cool. awful lot. And oh, you're like fighting that. these like big monsters and yeah, it looks really really cool. That sounds cool. I and mean, besides that, they had a bunch of other games there. Like Behemoth was there with Game 4, which still isn't announced. It was a super PC heavy show. More like I, I say that I said that last year. I said that the year before. It's just going more and more towards PC. Um, there was this, uh, uh, like a what's the word? Dreadnoughts. What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, it wasn't like a space a space combat game, but you're like you're fighting these giant ships in the air. You're fighting these dreadnoughts. Um, that's it. Like that was a PC game. I mean, Microsoft was there, but they were there with stuff that's either out or coming out.
1: Uh huh. And I think a lot of these these smaller indie games. Or just showing this stuff, obviously, in hope to get picked up uh, and released on console, because they want to have the most exposure. They don't want to, you know.
0: Yeah, no, you're. I mean, you're absolutely right. It was just, it was strange because my first year there, it was a nice mix of PC and uh, and console games. I mean, Smite was there in full force. Um, we actually were gonna uh, in a couple minutes. I'm gonna read off uh, a beta code for Smite on the Xbox One. They were they were giving those out. Uh, Chuck is infamous was nice, uh, nice enough to uh, give us a few to give away. Um, uh, just super PC heavy. Like Microsoft was there with like Halo Five was there. It was like okay, cool. Halo Five. I played that beta like a couple months ago. But besides that, they were there with like Evolve, and then Hardline Miami. Uh, Hardline Miami. God, I'm mixing games up. Battlefield Hardline. Hotline Miami was there too. Uh, <laughs> Ori in the Blind Forests, which comes out this week, so wasn't it like they they were there showing stuff because they haven't really they don't really have things announced far out that they could be showing. So you know it's it's just going more and more PC, and they're letting way too many people in the door. It's just way too crowded down there. <laughs> so it's for me, I came away excited about the really big games that I got to see, but I was like in a way I was a little bit disappointed because. I feel like it's starting to shift into an area where like I don't have a lot of exposure, which is good because I'm getting exposed to new things. It's just indies and PC stuff now. Like Sony is never there; they don't even have a presence. Yeah, Nintendo's there usually. Their presence this year was definitely bigger than years before, and then Microsoft is always there. But I mean, again, not showing anything upcoming really. So it was a fun trip. Like I had a, I had a great time hanging out with Robin Eric. We didn't even get into the crazy stories about are absolutely terrible service all weekend. Oh, forget
1: about it. But we'll, terrible we'll, service in regard to what? Like, anytime we went out wait to get staff. food,
0: wait staff, like, it, we had wild experiences where <laughs> one of our waiters was... Andy Dick. Andy Dick, Dick
1: came and disguised himself as a waiter and served us. And as,
0: curtsied every time he came to the table. Uh-huh. That's amazing. It, it you, would think, you would think it would be. But, but we it,
1: did... On the way home, we got to meet
2: Nick.
0: Oh, we did get to meet we get to get to meet our buddy Nick. Who oh, cool! We met through Destiny uh-huh. and through through doing this, which is a really cool thing to actually meet. Is that internet. Uh, the Nick JP? Yeah, the yeah. Nick JP. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. Rob uh, was like, "We're meeting somebody we met on the internet. We have to meet in a public place." I was joking, but <laughs> that's, what, that's what smart. we do. Yeah, it's smart. That was a it was a really good time, and I'm I'm super glad that that uh, Rob was able to come this year, and hopefully everybody next year will be able to come.
2: So it wasn't, uh, wasn't a problem adding a new person to the mix?
1: No. no. I let them do their thing. It's I'm not joking like, you know. around. No,
0: I know. You're never a problem. Him and Eric Adorable. snored like machines <laughs> the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was up just chilling about What it. happened? Him and Eric, they were like Snore. snoring. Oh, Jesus. Loud. See, everybody
1: snores. I, I, I never I'm knew that I
2: snored until I started dating Bronwyn and uh-huh. she broke the news to me. I can't sleep when someone else is snoring, but meanwhile, as soon as I fall asleep, I do it to them. It's horrible.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure she she snores. She does. Yeah. So then, see, everyone snores. Nah, I could
2: say, I say Sorry. something else, but I won't. It's a little
0: too private. Um. So, so that I mean that that was Pax. That was Pax in a nutshell. So you had a good time. Yeah, I've had uh-huh. a really really good time.
1: Uh, the two other things, like my my games that I played. Yes. quote unquote. And it's two quick stories. Uh, was about to beat Citizens of Earth. Oh, no. Probably put a good 20-plus hours into it. Oh, I don't like the way this is going. And glitched through a wall. No! And I I can't get back. Oh, I can't get back on the other side of the are you wall. kidding me? Uh, nope. Oh. Every time I save loads up, I am behind that There's wall. There's
2: a hole in the math. That
1: sucks. Yep. So now, <sighs> if I want to keep playing... Have you have start. the worst
0: luck with that crap. That's... Well,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, th- honestly, this is only the second time that that's two times too many. Now I know. Well, you've had it happen plenty I know, of times, but uh, the other one, obviously, the heist came out. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, did you try one? Uh, well, sure, maybe. Got to do one leg of one, and th- the servers are under very, very heavy load. Oh, I'm sure. Shocking. So news. that's why I didn't even
2: bother to get the update until like a couple days.
1: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, exactly. There, there's nothing that, nothing we could do about it. Uh, I expected this to happen. For me to be able to get on and, you know, check out a lot of the new cars and, like, just some of the new crap that they added in, clothing and stuff, I was surprised I was able to do that. Uh, so I'm sure next week, as, as they kind of patch things up, um, we'll, we'll be able to talk about it in whole. I watched a lot of people play. And I, I can't wait to actually get into these missions.
0: Somebody asked us if we were going to be streaming out the heist. I, I definitely said, will. Absolutely. And yeah. Jackie texted me privately and was like, I don't want to stream. And I was like, why? She's like, I don't want people to see how bad I drive. And I was like, good, we're streaming. Now that I know that, we're definitely streaming. <laughs> she, she is
1: the getaway driver. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there there are missions where all four of you like have to jump on – like bikes, oh, and, fantastic and take off. So I can't wait. She's gonna have to drive. Oh. Uh huh. Everyone's gonna have to drive at some. Oh, I'm fine. I'll figure it out. It's the flying part. If she oh, thinks she can drive, oh, Jesus.
0: There, are, there are definitely... I can't fly. I already. Uh, I, I don't know how I ever beat that game because I'm the worst flyer ever. Uh-huh. i planes. One thing. Planes. Helicopters. No thanks. Uh, there's a...
1: no. Not everyone needs to be in a helicopter. There is a heist where someone's in like an experimental plane and. Three other people in jets are supposed to be like guiding them somewhere and taking out other jets. Nice, so, that's awesome. Yeah, Uh and it just seems like four of these, like the the first heist, you know, with with setup and stuff, it's probably like forty five minutes an hour. All the other ones, good two three hours of heist. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did PS three and Xbox three sixty get these as well? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's why the servers are just.
2: Yeah, I was wondering
0: if dead. they got
1: left in the the dust.
0: So, why don't you tell me about Helldivers? Oh,
2: God. Okay. So, for those of you that haven't heard uh, about Helldivers or don't know what Helldivers is, we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, it's a top-down shooter that is, in my opinion, I've heard people say that, like, if you play it solo, um, it becomes more about stealth and, and like, hard strategy and being very quick on the draw and utilizing your stratagems and all of this stuff. And I think that that's awesome. I don't know when I will approach the game solo because once you've played with a couple of friends, it is, as far as I'm concerned, like it is the most fun that I've
0: had playing with friends since Towerfall. I played solo on my Vita and I played like one mission and I was like, nope, nope. okay, to Ali Ali we go. So here's the deal. The game
2: is absurdly, absurdly difficult. Only if you don't know, like you have to be willing to sacrifice in the game if you really want to get anywhere. Um, what it is is there are there are three worlds or three three sections of a, of a planet or systems, and there's uh, levels per system, and its difficulties one through twelve. Anybody that I've talked to about this game over the course of the last week, and I've read things online, and I'm sure that other people have have gotten farther, I just haven't spoken to them, everyone I've talked to has only gotten to six. Like, that's the highest anybody's gotten, and they haven't been able to beat six. We, my friends Brendan and Mike and I, we made it all the way to 12 last night. We made it to the top tier difficulty in the game. And how did it go? We got there. There were, I think, anywhere from like five to six objectives that you needed to complete before you can extract and get out of the level. We got five of them done. We were missing only one. And right at the very end, when like we let one of them go, I think it was like a missile launch thing where we set it and we forget it and we just moved on because there was just too much crap coming in. Um, tanks that, unless you have like the super powered up bazooka, you cannot bring them down. Um, it's very conditional. Like you have to play to the levels. like if you're gonna be in snow, you better have a jet pack so that you or a jump pack that you can move around. because when you move in the snow, you trudge through it so you go slower. It's like moving through water in the forest levels. So you have to have maneuverability. You have to assign tasks and jobs to your friends. If you're playing with a group of people, assign things like i have the top tier hell bomb so anytime that we come across bug nests i'm the one that drops the big bomb sets it and everybody runs yeah because if you bother like oh i'll just bring my bazookas and two of them will drop and you pick up the other one waste of time waste of time and save save your bazooka rounds for the tanks because you're gonna need them um it's incredible to me like you mentioned stuff when you were playing Transistor about all the different combinations and all the different ways that you can play the game. There you mean are... the best game ever. Yes, you
0: mean the best game of 2014?
2: That game Justin's right game of 2014. Yeah. Yes, um, this is this is like that in that you really have to like tailor make your loadout um, per level and per per difficulty. Really, do you bring both turrets? Do you bring the the laser sight turret or do you bring, you know, the regular bullets turret? One turns faster than the other. One of them is a one-shot kill. Um, one of the most interesting aspects of Helldivers is that friendly friendly fire is always on. Yep. It doesn't matter what it is. You can go prone, but it's always on. So by the time that you're starting to reach these higher difficulties, once you get to like five, six... You now have weapons that if you're near your buddy and you shoot in that direction, they go down. They either die or they're down on the ground hammering on X to get up. And if they get poisoned by a stalker, that's it. Like, it's over. Um, But the game is exhilarating. Like, beyond... Like, we're screaming. We're yelling. We're calling things out. Like... You have to waste your clip before you reload, because yep. if you reload before your clip is over, you're essentially throwing away bullets. You're just throwing them on the ground, and you need everything that you have. You can call in for resupplies, but God help you if you even have time to do that, because crap is just coming out of everywhere. So these bugs come out of the ground, and you have to get rid of them. You have to get rid of the smaller ones before they can screech out and alarm the rest of what's like buried in these planets and stuff. So once they alarm, all this stuff starts to come out of the ground and tanks rise up and stalkers rise up and just all this junk comes flying at you and it's relentless. There are all these different enemy types that if you don't have the right weapons, you're done. And like victory can be well within your grasp. Like you're you're watching the extractor and you're watching the clock and it's like seven, six Five, like it's coming down, it's coming down, and as the thing comes down, if you're beneath it when it lands, it smushes you and you're dead. So, if somebody doesn't have time to throw out a res ball before that thing takes off, you don't get the points for extracting.
0: Yeah,
2: um, making it to the chopper that gets you out of the situation and extracts you is another thing because the game loves to swarm you right at the end. That's what happened with 12. We had it, we totally. We had it all day. Like, it was, we had two mechs going. It was insane. And just right at the end, we got, like, three tanks came up, a bunch of stalkers, and the stalkers just leapt on top of us and poisoned us. And when you're poisoned, you're slowed. So I'm down on the ground, and I'm the only one with a powered-up uh, handgun. So I've got, like, three round burst handguns, and I'm just like, ah. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, there's other people in the house like just shut up. We're like, no, you don't understand. You gotta come and see this. Um, it's it's positively insane. As a local multiplayer game, it is one of the most intense things that oh, yeah. I've ever played. Um, yeah, like it's all about working together. And you'll be surprised at how well you can maneuver around one another and how aware you are of your environment because you can't shoot if somebody's like something comes up out of the ground and it's attacking your your friend your your instinct is to turn around and blow it away and get it off of them and save the day and go pick them up you can't do that because if you shoot in their direction to get rid of that thing you're then shooting them and if they're already down you're just
0: gonna end them before they even have the chance to get up you know uh, what else you can't do let your controller die while you're playing yes because that erases your progress. We just found that
2: out last night. We found that out, and all three of us were sitting. We're sitting around the room with two of the USB ports in Brendan's tower plugged in, with the controllers plugged into things, and one in one in the wall with the cell phone charger. Yeah,
0: that is a that is one of the weirdest bugs I've ever seen. That if your controller dies while you're playing, it erases yeah. your character. We're at,
2: I believe, collectively, we might be anywhere from level fourteen to seventeen. Very cool at this point and like i said we to the first system we got to level 12 um and we 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 got to the end right at the last minute they swarmed the extraction point and it just it all went to hell like we we had it it was in the bag uh use the cardio move if you're in the forest or the desert throw on that cardio never stay anywhere for too long if you're defending don't um You don't have to complete all of the objectives to pass the level. If you're looking to get the reward at the end of the planet, you can skip some stuff. If you want to activate the launch sequence for the missile, but don't want to necessarily be around for a minute and 50 seconds defending it, don't. Move on and go and do the other stuff and get enough done that you can can trigger the extraction point and get the hell out of there and get your bonuses because you're only going to go back and farm anyway. So that was another thing that we were doing. We were going back to, like, a four and five. And, like, um, there's a UAV that when you pull it, if you ma- have it maxed out, I'm kind of like... I've taken the support role. Like, I'm the bomber. I'm the set-it-and-forget-it guy. I'm, you know... So when I throw up my, my UAV, um, it tells us where the samples are. And if you collect ten samples... You can level up. You can get a point. Yeah. And sometimes you run into levels that have, like, up to eleven samples in them. And if you move and you have that cardio on, I mean, we got to the point where, I mean, we were up to 12. We were going back to 4s and 5s and just carving, like just shredding our way through the forest, picking these things up and getting the hell out of there and jacking up our stratagems and stuff, and it still wasn't enough.
0: I look forward to getting there. I'm only level 7 right now. It's amazing. Um, that I was having problems. I was trying to connect uh, while I packs through the Vita, to everybody else just mm-hmm. like I, I could have done remote play but i was trying to just use the vita version to connect everybody else yeah. and you, you're supposedly able to do that it just it wasn't working uh so i haven't got a chance to dive back into hell divers since mm-hmm. uh since like thursday so i'm looking forward to doing that
2: uh i just want to really quick because uh, i did i did get a couple of invites um from some of our listeners to play hell divers um i just want to throw you guys an apology I, I sent you a message and stuff the vast majority of the time that i'm actually on and playing video games. I'm usually at my friend Brendan's house. That's just that's the time that I have to play games in general. So if I ever don't jump on into a multiplayer game, it is absolutely nothing personal. I just happen to be playing local. That's how I play mostly. But I am looking forward to getting in on Helldivers with a couple of our listeners. I think it would be awesome. Um and if you don't know how to play, I would be more than happy to to show you the ropes.
0: Awesome. So everybody go invite Steve. <laughs>
2: and have him say no. No, I, uh, no, it'll be cool. We'll figure it out.
0: I got to just quickly play a little bit of Ali Ali 2. I'm not going to get really into it because uh, we're running a bit long. Uh but I'm enjoying it. I'm like halfway through the game. Uh I like the Vita version better than the PS4 version. It's got a killer soundtrack. Um it's free on Plus. Go download it.
2: Yeah. I hit my first uh over a million uh oh, tricks trophy. Strain. Yep. Yeah. And the first time I did I am I am the manual king. I can learn a perfect manual into something else every damn time.
0: Yeah, it gets much harder to do that stuff. Like I'm on the the level where there's robots. Yeah. So like, I'm I think like two levels from the end mm-hmm. of the beginner, like the beginner, as I say in quotes. Uh, it's hard. Like you gotta, yeah. I have to like string like a sixty something combo together, and while landing revert manuals mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot of fun
2: yeah i'm in the gunmetal um stages so i'm not i'm not like all that far in the game um but i have
0: all the stars with the exception of one get ready to not be able to have some more stars because they're ridiculous i
2: can't but it's it seems like such a simple trick it's like a it's like a crooked grind into like a laser flip or something like that i know that one i can't do it yep. I can do everything else so far but I can't do that and it's driving me nuts and I landed it once or twice but I, I had a sloppy landing and I didn't get the, I didn't it didn't register holy oh, son of a anyway be
0: talking about that game much more
2: I love I love it I'm so glad that you turned me on to it I, when we were when we were waiting for everybody to get in the room to play Helldivers whenever there was like 5-10 minutes where somebody was like using the bathroom I would exit out and throw on ali ali and just play more of it sounds like a good
0: idea mm-hmm I think we have some giveaways to do right now, right? Uh, so, like I said, Chuck is infamous. He gave us two Smite codes. I'm going to read one now, and tomorrow I'll just throw one up on Twitter, and whoever claims it first yep. gets it. Uh, so, uh, to put Smite on your Xbox One, this is the code. xh 3 c 3 hhjhqd 4 c G nine, D V X Q H two X six X Z. Are you fucking with me right now? No why? That's, that's awesome. <laughs> it's a long code. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I tried I'm, not
1: to laugh. I'm that. picturing like, I'm picturing
2: on? two things. I'm picturing people listening to this and being like, "Dude, I'm at work." Like they're like in uh, that's why I work. said
0: like. Fifteen minutes ago, I'm going to read out a smite code so people could have pen and paper ready. People calling like their like their wives or or whoever. Plus, the it's a podcast home. they could very easily rewind.
2: Be like, "Honey, honey, you got to turn on my Xbox."
0: Hey, <laughs> put in this really whoever ridiculous gets code. whoever gets it first gets it. <laughs> well, good luck, <laughs> good luck. And Rob, we we had to give away uh, somebody was going to get a copy of Ori in the Blind Forest. Who is that?
1: Yes, that is at Hestar69. H e s t a r sixty nine. uh so if you hear this, get in touch with us. If not, towards in a couple, yeah.
0: within a couple of days, we'll get in touch with you. Friday night,
1: we'll we'll let this sit and fester so everyone can itch to see if they win.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So you could jump on and listen. I actually Thanks. got
2: to play Ori in the Blind Forest.
0: We'll save that. It's gorgeous. <laughs> we know it's gorgeous, but I like I I definitely want to talk more about that with like the next two weeks.
2: It was very very inappropriately titled. It should have just been called
0: Tears 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 yeah that's that's the feeling i'm getting from it but i can't wait to start that game
2: oh it's so amazing i only played a half hour of it i'm in love with it
1: by the way just quick 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 story that i totally forgot to tell um on my way into the convention center one of the times i was just outside smoking a cigarette in front of the hotel and uh yoshi p he's the uh director producer final fantasy 14 uh he walks out lights up a cigarette and dude next to me starts like bugging out. He's like, Oh my God, I gotta get his picture. So he walks up to him to take a picture with him and I did like one of those creeper picture things. <laughs> like where I pretend I'm like texting someone and, and just snap a picture of him.
0: Except Rob was doing it and texting and holding the camera. No, right no, in front no of his way. No, you did I not know. see me do that. I know, I know.
1: Uh so <laughs> you could see my my creeper shot I up, was extra up on twitter creepy about it. But I did go up to him afterwards and, you know, say hello. Uh
0: but creeper pick. since we are running a little bit long um we're going to forego questions tonight uh we did get a couple really good ones uh in the email uh so uh we're gonna actually have like just a listener question show next week uh there's a good chance it's just going to be rob and i so we'll just be sitting here answering questions so luciano christopher jordan uh andre we, we we definitely see all the the great emails that we got and we're going to be, we're going to be tackling those uh, next week.
1: Andre's wasn't really a question. He was just, uh, he was updating me on the sales figures of the Batman Arkham games. Oh, that's right. Um, I was going by Wikipedia. So obviously everything on Wikipedia is correct. Except the, the sales figures that I read. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, Arkham city sold 10.31 million units. Arkham asylum, 7.8 million units. Uh, he used VG Charts with a Z dot com, so yeah, I was wrong. Wikipedia sucks. Uh, thank you, Andre. Sorry about that.
0: All right. Well, we'll definitely read the rest of the questions. But yeah, definitely. Thanks. You know, we make mistakes. It happens. Yeah. Never. Oh yeah.
1: I I have no offense if if anything is ever said wrong, then by all means tell me because I I don't
0: like being wrong. Uh, but what we are gonna do is uh. We've been trying to do this community plays thing where we talk about... Uh, we, we ask what everybody's playing for them to give us suggestions. Tell us what the community's playing right now. We got a lot of responses. Um, Jake Wilkerson, who is at Cardboard Underscore 39, says, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. It's a fun and simple puzzle game. Fendozer, who is at Fendozer, says, Check out Fantasia. The game gets a bad rep because of Kinect, but it's great. It's a harmonics game. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah,
1: man. That that honestly, that's one of the 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 saddest I've been. Yeah. Just to see them get so effed out when Microsoft decided to pull. I bought their that. Support.
2: When the the three the two for three target sale was going on, that was one of the games that I bought and then returned to grab like uh-huh. Smash Brothers or something. I definitely want to try it. I was really really pumped. That was actually one of the things that convinced me to buy that damn thing. And then just when everything came crashing down, I I lost interest. And then I played it in, in a GameStop and whoever was showing me how to play it didn't know what the hell they were doing. And it was a bad experience
0: Also for me. shocked. <laughs> uh, George Alexander, who is at Heartless2803, says, played the first episode of Life of Strange and enjoyed it. Yeah. It has a great atmosphere. However, I think the dialogue lets it down at times. No.
2: It's supposed to be cheesy and, and, and corny and it is heinous at times i agree but i think it's supposed to be that's that's what it is that's like it's genre it's thing it's <laughs>
1: it's genre I, is I, corny yes no <laughs> okay. i
2: don't know i really I, I have a soft spot for that game i
0: really enjoyed it
1: i can't say any text or anything like that is corny oh there's growing ton, there's, up there's, watching fucking Save by the bell and stuff there is awesome.
0: saved by the bell was the greatest drama of all time Let's see
1: okay so th- so we're good then
0: what did he say when he wanted to
2: stop time? Timeout. Timeout, yeah. Yeah. Oh God.
1: But uh, yeah, Life is Strange. It, it does have its quirks
2: about it, uh, but I, I, I find the quirks to be very endearing, and it's kind of what really pulled me into the game and put put it over the top for me.
0: Ricardo Gowardo. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, who is at Curse7781. Been playing Destiny Multiplayer. Hope you folks check out Telltale Games' Tales from the Borderlands and Bloodborne. I have the... Uh, Borderlands season pass I love the Telltale games I'm actually waiting for the whole thing to come out I'm going to play it all at once I've heard good things season episode 2 is uh, coming rather soon I think Mm, I I saw that it was announced
2: and I pre-ordered Bloodborne a few days ago
0: yep I'm going to play Bloodborne too, and going to hate every minute of it you're going to love it I'm playing it in co-op me and Rob had this talk when we were in PAX oh you're going to play it too no Rob's not going to play it I'll play it with you alright sounds good watch me get frustrated you have you it's just like I told Jackie,
2: you have to play it until you get pushed over that line. Once you go over that line, you
0: you're gonna love it. Right. Oh, it'll I'm, happen quick. I'm excited no, I'm actually excited to try it. Uh Harry, who is at uh HSJ the third, uh played a lot of three DS uh online at PAX. Harry, how did we not run into you? Uh Return to Fire album, so good, Ocarina of Time, three DS, an Indie Platformer, Gunman Clive. Uh, we also have a message. Yes, we do. Uh, Jackie uh, has uh, been doing her um, or promoting her son's charity for uh, St. Baldrick's, and uh, Harry made a nice donation. Uh, Jackie couldn't be here tonight, but she wanted Harry uh, to know that she was really appreciative and really appreciative of all the listeners who have contributed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my spot. He's Where made are like are $675. Yeah, he's made, he's made a, a good amount. She's very happy he's going to get a haircut. <laughs> Uh, this guy named Hugh Parry, who's at H underscore Paz. Who's that? I have no idea. Mm, jerk. Uh, not long. Um, rocks my first GTA online heist so much fun. Yeah,
1: he, he got to play a full one. Oh, did he? Yes, he did.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lucas, who is at Cross Forte. Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. It's so charming. You'll be smiling, and it makes you think about platformers in a whole new way. I've, I've seen interesting reviews on that game go up. Either way, but it, there is no denying how beautiful it looks. Rainbow uh-huh. Curse
2: or Woolly World? Nope, that's no, Rainbow no, 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 no. Curse.
0: Rainbow Curse is a new one.
2: Yes. Oh, why did I think Woolly World came out? Or that's not that's not for a
1: while. No, you're you're mixing things up. Woolly, yeah, you're mixing stuff up.
0: No, there was Woolly World. Yeah. There was Kirby's Epic Yarn, and then he yes, that's what he's doing. It's it was Kirby's Epic Yarn, and then Yoshi's Woolly World, yes. which is not out yet. Ah, oh. that's what. It, yeah, yeah. Both involving uh, involving yarn. Okay. And then we had one more. Right, Rob?
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Who do we got? Oh, Luciano. There we go. Uh, Hey, folks. Just wanted to email you in regards of uh, what I'm playing now section. He picked up Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for Xbox One. Nice. As I heard, good things. And the trailer for the upcoming sequels look great. Uh, I can confidently say that the game is fantastic the scope and blockbuster presentation is fantastic and the evolution of lara's character is awesome to watch the action sequences are amazing and the exploration is very enjoyable the story so far has been top-notch and extremely engaging it's great having such a strong female lead in a game like this uh if any of you missed out on the game uh, this game last gen like i did be sure to pick it up i can't wait for the sequel uh i didn't miss out on it i played through that whole damn thing
0: it was really good. Yeah, I, I can't liked wait it a for the lot. sequel. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Great. So we thank everybody for writing in. We'll pick, back, we'll pick this back up either next week or the week after. We're, we're going on like in every other week's schedule. Uh, next week is going to be like a very community-focused show, so we might do that as well. Like I said, we got a couple of emails. We're definitely going to read those next week. A couple of good questions in regard to game delays, uh, things, that we've been, uh, things that we've been playing, and some other things as well. So we look forward to doing that next
2: week. I'm looking forward to next week.
0: Oh, I bet you are. I am. I'm going to see Bjork. I I can imagine how excited you are. My you...
2: favorite favorite uh, musician or musical artist, if you will, uh, ever since debut for a very very long time mm-hmm. since the '90s, early, early mid '90s, early '90s.
0: The '90s. I don't know.
2: I um, I'm really looking forward to seeing her her performance. She always does really big things, orchestral things, choirs and such, and crazy Giant dancing teddy bears. Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I mean, the, like, the last time That's that a, I saw the her, only thing I know. she had like 25 uh, ballerina dancers on stage and like harpsists and just it it was mind blowing. So I'm going with our friend Lauren. Uh, we're going to the MoMA to see her to see Bjork's like, you know, installation thing there. And then we're going to dinner and then we're going to the show. So I haven't hung out with her in a while. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll miss you. No, you won't. Nah, I will miss you. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Helldivers from you. Oh, so good. I can't, I and, can't wait to... And uh, definitely talk more about Ori coming up, because I'd really like to get into that as well. You're going to play it. Yep, absolutely.
2: It is beautiful. Oh, and I borrowed the order from Bobby, so hopefully by the time I come back, I will have played and beaten that.
0: Rob too. Yes, well,
1: haven't had much time, but... I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding.
1: That was so
2: married couple right now. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We've been together for like... Four days straight. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: You know, if I had the time...
0: <laughs>
2: Damn it. it. Wouldn't hurt you to watch the kids maybe make dinner every now and again.
0: <laughs> that was pretty much what it was like the whole weekend. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we're at Talking underscore Games. That's where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, we've been appreciating all the emails coming in. You can email us anything. I say cooking refi- uh, recipes, game advice, life advice, whatever. So you can do all that at talking Games pc at gmail.com. We're all part of Talking Comics, the Talking Comics website. So that's talkingcomicbooks.com. You could follow them at Talking Comic Books. Or excuse me, Talking Comics. You could also listen to our female show, which is at the underscore misfits, where they talk about everything from comic books to makeup.
2: Yes, it was a magical girl uh, episode uh, hosted by Mara Wood this past week.
0: Oh, I like a Mara host. She's a good host. She is. Uh, you could follow uh, at Movies Talking. For our movie podcasts, They talked about Kingsman. I have to see that still. And Bobby was on the show. I have to see that. This, uh, this well, past that's because they
1: did it from the car ride.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you could follow uh, at Talking Valiant for all the Valiant stuff. I mean, a whole bunch of Valiant movies just got announced, which is really cool. Uh, you could follow our video shows, uh, which is Comics and Coffee. And the upcoming backup stories with none other than this handsome guy to my left. Hello. They can't me. see anything. No. Who is it? Oh, it's Rob. Hello. <laughs> it's Rob and it's, uh, Yeah, we're doing our own video show, uh, which is going to be debuting hopefully this week. We're doing our dry run on Friday to see how it goes. It's exciting and interesting. And the both of us love comic books. That's kind of what we do every week is we talk about comic books a lot. Where Thanks. are you filming this? Right here. Right here. Do you have your spot? Like we're gonna. Uh, we're, yeah, yeah. We have gonna, a, we have an idea of what we're doing. We this is a, a good, comic book man cave. So, so we're gonna. Do you of, wish that that pillar wasn't there? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of, but it also holds up my bedroom, so it's okay. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing that. It'll be a video show, and you'll also be able to uh, download the audio version of it from the new Talking Comics feed. Everything's a podcast. Everything is a podcast. Ding. Uh, and s- Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting.
2: It is exciting. We're, uh, exciting. we're cooking with that thing right now yeah. for something that just started out.
0: So thank you very much, guys. Uh, tune in next week for Community Extravaganza.
2: And bra- uh, Steve's raising his hand. Where can they get in touch with us personally? Oh, our Twitter We told hands. them where to, to go for all the different podcasts and well, website I stuff. I, I really
0: don't want to give it. But what, what if they want to ask you uh, Pax I questions? I don't
2: want to. What, yeah, want what to if they that. want to know? that You you said life I advice. I'll show. give you free life advice. Don't plunge your kitchen sink <laughs> Yeah, you definitely, go.
0: definitely don't do that. Steve, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at dead underscore anchorus. Hey, evil guy over there, what's yours? At dusk1020. I am at Jorok, J O R O A K. Our missing castmate, Jackie Turner, at J A C Q U I Turner. Yeah, definitely go funny. bother her. That would be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Until then, goodbye.